The Chris and Joe Show. Brought to you by Parker and Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. A-plus rating with a better business bureau. I'm Chris. He's Joe. I feel like what we're about to do is step in a landmine of discomfort, my friend. There are growing tensions in the debate over parents' rights to know versus protecting students' safety and mental health when it comes to students using different pronouns in school. Several bills pertaining to transgender youths have been going through the legislature over the last few years, and now a Valley family is suing Mesa Public Schools over the use of pronouns in schools. This is from our uh, partners there at Channel 15. Uh, I Not suing them to stop, but suing them because they want to know. They want to know. If my child wants to be identified differently than what I assume they're being identified, yeah, let's say I want to know. Little, let's say you've got a little boy, and you send Timmy off to school right. to be identified Timmy. as he, he or him. Pizza-loving Timmy. And instead, Timmy says, hey, I want to be identified as a... Timmy! They or them. Yeah, okay. And the school says, okay, yeah, we'll do that for you, Timmy. Timmy! <laughs> and... They don't tell you about it, though. So now I've got uh, Timmy goes to school. Instead of being uh, he, him, Timmy wants to be they, them. And on the face. What if Timmy wants to be Tammy, she, her? Right. Okay. And on the face of it, I understand why parents would want to know this. Like, I'm not the parent in the room, but I can understand, hey, if I send my kid off to school and they're, you know, putting this out there to a teacher, to other kids in class... Mm -hmm. I'm a parent, and I go, wow, gosh. You have to tell me. Does my kid, should they sit down with a counselor, a therapist? Is there something that they're keeping from me that they don't feel like Hmm. they can tell me? Do I need to get my kid some help? Or, you know, just what's going on here? I want to know everything about my kid because I'm a caring parent. But you. That's interesting you say that. Yeah. So I've raised three, and uh, to the best of my knowledge, they all use the, the, the standard pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter does love hanging out at drag shows, though. She just, she, it's a lot of fun. It's okay. a party. It's a nonstop party. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like Bourbon Street every weekend. It's I did see crazy. on KTAR.com, there's actually uh, something that's coming to Arizona, drag related. Is it a drag show? Something. Oh, it's a blast. Something. Like, every time I see her Instagram, it looks like, it looks like I'm missing out on the Go phone. on, I'm going to find it here. So here's the thing, though, Joe. As you said, uh, do I need to get them counseling? Maybe there's a problem. And I guess I wanted to kind of dive in a little bit further because your your hot take here is uh, I would want to help this child out. What does the child need help with, I guess, is my, my question to you. And I wouldn't even say hot take. Just my your common reaction, sense whatever. approach. The first thing that I saw when I, see, when I looked at this story was what does the kid need help with? Processing their emotions and feelings. Okay. How about that? Okay. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best reason of the whole world. That, to say, that's what I think. Okay, good. I just wanted to clarify because I know that there are some parents that if you were to say that Timmy wants to go by they, them in school, they would say, I need to get Timmy some counseling so we can fix Timmy because Timmy needs to be he, him. That's how Timmy is. Not necessarily, okay, we need to get Timmy some counseling so Timmy can figure out this you know, is there a gender dysmorphia going on right now? What is happening? Uh, is there a journey that that he could use some guidance on? I think those are reasonable questions. Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned with any bill that would say teachers, and this is tough for me as a parent too, because as a parent, I would want to know if there's something going on with my kid. 
But I also know that not all families are the same. And I know that not all parents would react similarly. Oh, you're turning on your uh, evil passenger right now, aren't you? I am? I, I can see it. My you, dark you, passenger you, is coming you, out? You you made the sound, which signals that to me. <sighs> you, you, no, you went. Mm. You went. Mm. So and, imagine, imagine if I'm somebody who is old school. So you're a parent. Say I'm an old school parent. Okay. And I believe in so strong Tim, discipline. Yeah, Timmy's went off to school. Timmy went to school. Timmy's a I'm going to go to work. A she, her, or are they, them? No, he's not. Okay. And the what teacher calls me and says, listen, I just wanted to let you know, per policy, mm -hmm. uh, Timmy has decided to be to identify as a she, her. Mm -hmm. Now, Timmy gets home, yeah. spare the rod, spoil the child, and this child has definitely got things messed up. So you whack Timmy. I would, if I'm old school a parent, I would say, Timmy, I'm going to smack that pronoun right out of you. For, and you I, I'm not laughing at, at, at the situation. It's the imagery, it's, right? It's the imagery. In which you said. I'm going to smack the pronoun out of you. expression. But Joe. But I do you think can't tell me that doesn't happen because it oh, does. Of course it happens where, and I like where you're going with this too, of. Hey, if you just look at it on its face, of course we want mom and dad to know. Sure. But maybe mom and dad were told by Timmy and, and maybe they ignored it. Or maybe. Yeah, how do mom and dad not know maybe, is a big question. Maybe Timmy knows, hey, or he senses. Or, Something's or, I'm I'm sorry, different. Tim, they sense. Yep. Sorry, Timmy. Trying to be sensitive to you. Sure. Seriously. They sense that if dad finds out about this, I'm going to be in trouble and I'm going to physically be punished for something that I'm kind of confused about too. So let me throw another little wrinkle at you because 2024. Oh. So Timmy goes to school and wants to be known as they, them. Yep. Timmy's also decided to start wearing black lipstick. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So teacher says, okay, Timmy, Timmy definitely better wash that off when they get home per, per new Arizona law, which again, is just a bill that's been introduced and a bill that, that made it, uh, was vetoed by Governor Hobbs in the past. Let's suppose that Timmy now wearing black lipstick and uh, wants to go by they, them. Mm -hmm. Teacher has to notify the parents. Parents have been divorced for 10 years. Okay. Mom married another woman. Oh. Dad married a, a drunken, uh, I'm trying to think of what the, the uh, uh, um, dad got remarried. Mm -hmm. To a tattoo artist at Sturgis a few years ago. Mm, okay. okay, how's that? that? Am I painting a picture for you now? I, I understand why why Timmy would opt for black lip, lipstick. So, right, obviously it matches uh, the rest of the black leather that's in the trunk. I was going to say it matches their soul. So now parent calls and says, "Hey, uh, Timmy is going by they them," and uh, mom, who married another woman, goes, "Oh, my son is not going to do that." Dad, who married the tattoo artist from Sturgis, is like, Timmy, do we need to explore some things? And now you've got four parents involved that somehow need to reconcile their differing opinions. And who is the pawn in the middle of this? Timmy. Timmy is. So I think that this may be a situation that that deserves a little bit more delicate examination rather than legislation jumping in to fix everything. We don't... I'm not a big advocate of sticking your head in the sand, but in some cases, I think maybe the government just needs to butt out, even when it has to do with the schools and their policies. If it's not hurting anybody, why does the school have to get involved? Why get involved in the first place? There's the issue that I'm having.
And as a parent, I'd like to think I'm in tune enough with my children that I can talk to them and I would see it coming if they wanted to change pronouns. Yeah, my wheels are turning on that one. When we come back, we should uh, we should explore that a little bit more because I, I think I'll have an answer for you. And it's not the first time that people have used different descriptors to identify themselves a little differently in public. You may think that the pronoun controversy is so 2022, and here we are going down that road again. But did you know that uh, this culture battle is actually affecting the job market as well? Full employment for him, but not for them. That's next on KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Well, Joe stepped in it. He wanted to talk about pronouns in school. Joe. I love how we're not even three weeks in. This is the start of the third week. I feel like uh, it is a a topic that is fraught with... It's my fault. Well... There's this argument about notifying parents if they if the kids go by a different pronoun, right? Mm-hmm. So why is that? Oh, well, the kids may be having difficulty with the gender dysmorphia, right? Like they're not uh, they're not really identifying the way that they were born and their birth certificate, that kind of thing. And so they want to be identified differently. Could be a phase. Could be something that's sure. more than that. Where's the line? <laughs> if Timmy, in your example, you made up Timmy. Mm-hmm. If Timmy, all of a sudden. Uh, decides he doesn't want to play football at recess, but he wants to play hopscotch with the girls instead, do the parents need to be notified? I don't think so. I think hopscotch is okay. If Timmy doesn't want to play football at recess, but Mm -hmm. Timmy wants to play dolls at recess with the girls, do the parents need to be notified? I don't think it's a problem, but I think it's something mom and dad would like to know about. What if Tammy doesn't want to play dolls at recess, but wants to play football uh, with the boys. Most would say that Tammy's just a tomboy. That's totally cool. Okay. So really, Tammy not wanting to play dolls but wanting to play football, that's cool. Timmy not wanting to play football but wanting to play dolls, my God, we've got to send in the counselors. You think I'm wrong? I think it just shows you how there's a double standard in society. And we start... You better be a manly man. You got to be a manly man. We start to freak out. And, and honestly... How much of a big deal are the pronoun police having about a female who says he, him versus a male that says she, her? It's like the transgender bathroom arguments. It wasn't about women using men's rooms. It was the fear of men using women's rooms. Always. Always. Right. So there's just this. I I just don't think it's I don't think we're being honest about it. I think we're kind of falling into these tropish societal norms. Is that too heady? I feel like we're, yeah, okay. Dumb it down. Take two. Okay. We're falling into these. We're falling into the trap of the the lowest common denominator that is just, it's been around for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. But that's acceptable and that's not. Mm -hmm. Men can't wear pink shirts unless they're John Wayne. Right? Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what I'm running into. I did see, however, and I do think this is... What's, I, we can't ignore the fact that society exists and society has certain standards, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, was, I saw another headline that uh, our, our partners there at Channel 15 had. Uh, using they, them pronouns hurts chances of being hired, according to a new study. Hmm. And I thought, well, that's probably true. 83% of non-binary Americans say using they or them pronouns in a resume hurts their chances of being hired. Additionally, 51% say that being a non-binary employee hurts their overall work experience. Because what, like the public will, or, uh, or work, work, workers will look at them and say, 
That's weird. I don't understand that. Business.com said it asked these hiring managers about the inclusion of non-binary pronouns on a resume. Mm-hmm. First of all, who's putting pronouns on a resume? Oh, is that a thing now? I guess LinkedIn has a spot for it now, Let too, me tell they? you, dating profiles. But that's a spot, like, you're supposed to fill it in now, right? LinkedIn, resumes, a lot of people put it on there. I've seen it. Sure. So here's what uh, a hiring manager in the agriculture, forestry, fishing, and hunting industry told Business.com. It's a very manly industry. Mm-hmm. This person seems like a decent fit on paper, though I'm not interested in the drama that a person who thinks they are a they-them brings with them. Hmm. I, I mean, think that's, that's the, perceived that they would bring drama. I also wonder how much drama they bring and how much drama is stirred up because of it, especially in an agriculture, forestry, fishing, and hunting industry, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So I think the assumption is that somebody that uses the pronouns they, them, they go to work, and if if I say, oh, welcome to the team, um, hey, everybody, uh, this is uh, Tammy. Uh, she comes to us from the state of Washington. Ah, Tammy no, goes, not no, she. Not, not she. She. No, you can't say that. Like, that's the assumption. I go right? by they. They've- right. And I don't know how much of that is the case. So much as, honestly, my biggest concern is, I don't want to mislabel somebody. You go by they, them, and I say, this is Tammy. They come to us from the state of Washington. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel as natural to me because they has always been, it's meant multiple people, Mm -hmm. right? I don't mean to be insulting to Tammy if I say she instead of they. I like to assume go ahead. the best in other people until they give me a reason not to. And I know that you just struggle with things like this. I, yeah. But it's not because you mean to be malicious My God, or when, be rude. When I first started talking with Joe, um, he says, hey, I think we're going to have this this producer. It's Pablo. And I had not met Pablo yet. And I've known him for de- then, a decade and a half. The next day I'm talking to Joe and I said, when is Paco going to be ready? Oh, I'm boy. sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to do that. So Pablo's over there laughing at me. I didn't mean it. It was an honest mistake, dude. But also, like... I'm a I'm a middle aged upper Midwest white guy. I don't know a lot of Pablos or Pacos. It's just, and I apologize for my naivety. Is that fair? Pablo? I accept your apology. You don't have Thank to you. apologize, but that's okay. But you've run into this before too, right? I mean, you actually you've changed your name in the past to. Did sort I of change m- my name or? Well, let's say you lubricated the conversations. All right, is that let's fair say, enough? In my past, uh, especially in my elementary school, a lot of people had trouble saying Pablo. But I don't know, they just would make fun of my name and say different ways, different uh, enunciations. I would get very upset and I'd fight everybody. And uh, my mom got upset. She's like, why are you fighting everybody? Because they kept making fun of my name, Pablo, Pablo. They don't say it right. They don't say it right. She says, just say it in English. Tell them your name is Paul. As soon as I started doing that, it was different. I'm the same person. I don't identify different. I just identified as Paul instead of Pablo. Interesting. And when I got into college... I was putting Paul on all my admissions, uh, everything, all my applications was always Paul. But except when they get, when you, they saw your birth certificate, it said Pablo. But I felt like I got more accepted as a Paul. Okay, so Joe, mm-hmm. do we need to notify his parents that he's been using a name that wasn't on his birth certificate or an identifier that wasn't on his birth certificate? No, no, okay. we do not. Especially since she already knew. <laughs> That's a big part of it. But also, it's interesting that he's avoiding the drama. By saying, I'm just not going to bring that to the table. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really fascinating.
All right, go ahead. I know you've got some buzzy news for us. Oh, yes. The M3F Music Festival is heading to Steel Indian School Park, March 1st and 2nd. 100% of all the profits from the music festival go to various charities throughout the Valley. Limited tickets still available for purchase, and you can win a pair right now. All you have to do, visit the contest page at KTAR.com. Indoor golf and a side of spa life in the living room. Prepare yourself for the 100-mile-per-hour serve that's coming your way in today's volley next. The Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. time we do the volley we touch on the other big headlines and ask life's most important questions as we tickle your brain bone joe Hyzinga, you are first service on the volley today go ahead my friend an easy one for you chris okay nearly one in four arizona gopers think the grand canyon state should secede from the united states oh, a yeah, recent okay. poll found That's a great idea so i want to know why do you think this is the case why do 25 percent of arizonans think hey you know what we should secede from the United States. Uh, what did we talk about earlier in the show? Fear and greed, right? Yeah. Because I fear the country that I love is gone, <laughs> and I want what I want as I want it. Yeah, no. Listen, California, Alaska, Texas, and now Arizona, all of them have put proposals forward to secede. Which one do you think, Joe, is going to go first? I'm going to throw the volley. This is my return serve. California. Texas. And Alaska. Alaska and Arizona now. Which one will go first? Sure. It's going to be either California or Texas. It won't be Alaska. Oh, man. California or Texas. One way left of center, one way right. See, it won't happen in Arizona because we're purple. But oh, if I had to pick one, I would say Texas. All right. Pablo, why do you think so many people want to leave? I don't, why do they want to leave? That is not with 200 years of work we've been putting in on this place. And right? we, now we just want to go on our own, go rogue. Yeah. I have no clue. I, I can't. I'm astonished by the number. Is that, is that high, the percentage, Joe? I really am. And it's that way across most of the country, too. Just, wow. not just here in Arizona. It strikes me as just I guess a my circle of friends, we're, we love America, I guess. It's just a temper tantrum, isn't it? It's just like, I don't like something. I want to quit and take my ball and go home. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to secession. <laughs> I hope digital got that for uh, for the podcast and everything else for later today. We'll put that up on the gram. Uh, Joe, a $20 million property in Gilbert just hit the real estate market featuring a go-kart track, golf simulator, batting cage, day spa, and dance studio. If you were building your own paradise from scratch, oh. what would be your must-haves? At least one must-have. In a house. Sure. Oh, be anything goodness. you want. I used to dream about this when I was a kid. A must have. I looked at a story the other day and I, I showed our PD. There was like a Peloton room in there and there was a full ice rink on the inside. It was like a $12 million crib. Gosh, if I could have anything. Man, there's a lot of stuff that I would want. What's a few of those things that you would want? I mean, the first thing that popped in my head yeah. was a room that would just remind me of Kesha. <laughs> it would just be like all cat. It would just be all cat. It would just it would just be like all cat, and just like it'd be shiny and decked out, and it would just rock her music, and it would just be like a sanctuary where you could go and do whatever. I'm sure that is you couldn't be further than what you th than what you thought I was going to come up with. No, I did not think that was going to yeah. happen. No, uh -huh. yeah. I did not expect a Kesha room. It was not the best. No, it was not on my radar. Oh, the best. You're welcome. Look at how excited you uh -huh. are. Uh, the best. Okay. No, people think I kid when I say that, but that is the first thought that went through my head of just, it, it would just but be. The Kesha room. It would just be glitter everywhere. 
music playing nonstop. Just- Pablo, how is this guy single? <laughs> how? <laughs> I don't have any idea. You can turn your microphone on, Pablo. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's my friend. Just compose I, I yourself, Joe. bud. <laughs> what was the question, though? What? You could have a room with anything you want in the house, like the house of your dreams. What, what would, would you, you have to have? Pablo. Music studio. Music studio. Really? More like than that. an octagon. A sanctioned. More than an octagon. Yep. A sanctioned fighting arena in your own home. The octagon goes in the backyard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm such a. F- Fat butt. I always dreamed of having my own McDonald's in my house. Okay. I'd take like my own Chipotle. I want want French fries 24 hours. A a Chipotle would be great. I I thought about like an indoor track or something like that. It'd be just easier to move into a Chipotle, though, than it would be to build one in your house, wouldn't it? I don't know about that. Oh, now this one, this is going to bum you out a little bit. Okay, go ahead. And and Honestly, I, I promise you, I did not think about this before just now, but you have told me a couple times uh-huh. that when you think about a certain something, it will make you cry. Yes, Or it, it will. could make you cry. Yep. And I am not trying to go there with this, but there is a, a very tough story that says nearly a million more pets are crowding the nation's animal shelters, Chris, and facilities uh, compared to three years ago. Uh, shelter and rescue populations in the U.S. have surged 900,000 overall since 2021. Yeah. More, almost 400,000 dogs were euthanized in 2023. Mm. 330,000 cats oh. were euthanized. Where I wanted to go with this, though, it, don't now don't think about that. What is the most... Don't think about that. What is the most... My dog was one of those euthanized in 2023, Joe, but thank you. I no, won't no, think no, about no, it. No, 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 no. So they're talking about... You know, dogs that were euthanized because we have an overcrowding issue in animal shelters. Yeah. Not that you just put your your puppy down. Mine was because I had to make the call. See, that's different. Mm. I want you to talk about what is the most heartbreaking job in the United States. Oh, that's a good one. Because to me, the person who has to sit there and euthanize pets day after day, how tough is that? Yeah, probably that or like a hospice worker. Yeah. Right. Oh, I actually know somebody who is hospice worker. I refer to her as the Grim Reaper. That's that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. I would I, angel of death. I yeah. suppose would be another. No, yeah, I, I I say to her all the time, and her and I have a, a very a fun relationship. Rapport, right? No, yeah. we do. And I was like, so what? You get like two days with these people, and they pretty much know when you enter their life that they're that's basically it. done. Unless they're Jimmy Carter, and, they're they're gone in a week. And she has a dark sense of humor, like some of us do. I think it's a coping mechanism, and she she can laugh about it. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think when you wrote the question? I I thought this had this to be up gotta there. This has got to be it, right? Somebody yeah. that just puts animals. Yeah, and yeah, probably somebody at the pound that does that. Pablo, can you think of anything sadder than the person who has to put pets down in a pet shelter? Not even like sick or injured dogs or cats. Like just a, the ones that are perfectly healthy that they can't find a home for. Children's funeral home director, yeah, maybe, I, I guess. A doctor right? who has to deliver Stillborn news to yeah. to end of life or something. Too. Right, Glad I really lightened up the show today. Yeah, Welcome. Maybe, maybe we don't let you write your own questions anymore. That's uh, that hurts. <laughs> maybe like a social worker because they see so much bad stuff. They take in the That's cases. Be part yeah. of it. I yeah. got I got something lighter. Can I redeem myself or is it your turn to volley? It's my turn, but okay. you can do yours if you want. Well, I, I just want to lighten up the mood a little bit. So okay. Michigan is asking residents to help house settled migrants amid uh, the crisis at the border. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, Chris, I mean, you used to be a uh, Michigan resident. You're mm-hmm. out here now. Mm-hmm. But would you consider that if you were asked to and you were still back in Michigan? It depends. Where are they from? Uh, oh, the, I got a, I got answers for you on that. Okay. They're from uh, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Cuba. Then yes. Why does it matter where they're from? Well, I've, I don't know if you've run into it. Listen. If you're like, if you're from Russia... 
you might be an operative, so no. Like, I know some people from Belarus, and I don't want them in my neighborhood. Okay. Like what? They're going to stab you or shoot you a dirty look? I don't know. Have you ever met anybody from Oslo? No. Very concerning people. Really? Yeah, beady eyes. Okay. you got to be careful with them. I understand. you got to be very cautious with that kind of... Lichtenstein. Have you met somebody from Lichtenstein? I kind of know somebody with a last name like that, but no. No. And the deal is, if I don't think people from Lichtenstein actually exist. And so if somebody popped up in my neighborhood and claimed to be... Mm. You'd be... Suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. But otherwise, yeah, everybody else can come in. Okay. Yeah. Oslowians, Lichtensteiners. You're not getting anything for it. You're just putting them up. Belarusians. Mm-hmm. They all concern me. But the rest, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yesterday, you heard the afternoon show try to uh, drain Carrie Lake. Who wrote this tease? Uh, today, they may be full of something else. Bruce St. James of Outspoken is going to prepare you next in KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Chris Merrill, Joe Heisen, guys. We uh, wrap up the Chris and Joe show today. Hand things off to Bruce St. James. And uh, who's in with you today? Is it, it, uh, Kristen is in today? Uh, Gatos. We're two weeks uh, into a show. Gatos is missing missing shows already. What's up with that? That's yeah, uh, that guy. Well, there is that guy. Two weeks in and he's already got... It's is it real. you? Probably. Does he have to take time off? I think he's as much as anyone can All right, so Kristen Bentz in for uh, for Gatos today. Outspoken starts here at 3 o'clock. You had Barry Markson in yesterday. We did. We give uh, Barry a hard time. We always do. He takes it very well. But you guys then had Carrie Lake on, and I heard that interview, and boy, you're getting a lot of play on that. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you it was good or anything, but well, I appreciate a lot that. of people say it was pretty good. You got some good, some good little nuggets well, I, out there. I, I, I think she made some news with her answers. I don't. All you can do is ask the questions on our end. Um, and if you did miss some of it, yes, it was a holiday. I realize a lot of people may not have been as tuned in as they normally would. Um, but we're going to play uh, some of the highlights or lowlights, maybe, depending on how you look at it. Uh, everything from her, uh, whether or not she was joking uh, about Senator McCain and McCain Republicans to uh, no. Uh, no. Her, her proclamation that the Ukraine war is lost. Russia's no. already won. No. Uh, that, uh, what else? Uh, uh, her evolving stance on abortion might be a nice way to put it. I, yeah, I, saw and, the, I heard that and, too. And uh, who stole the election and how did they do it? Listen, I don't want to talk about yesterday. <laughs> that wanna, one you I had to go back to forward. a few times with her on we, the election. Uh, three times asked her who stole the election. The and how did they, they do it? it? Right. And she's unable to answer that she question. She says, I don't want to look back. On the I same day that forward. her attorneys expanded the lawsuit into, quote, election fraud <laughs> into Coconino County. I wish she would have come in here. Uh-oh. And I think this question would be more profound. But you did the interview with her. What I want to know is, do you think she's showing more of her true self now? Or do you think she's faking it better yeah, to try I, to win the 2024 election. Isn't that election. the crazy thing? And I mean, maybe that's not good for a politician. If I think you're, she's if your faking point is, it better. Will, will the real Carrie Lake please stand up? You, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure. And and maybe I need to listen to her next interview on some right-wing media channel mm-hmm. if she goes back to, you know, no abortion ever. Uh, uh, bur- yeah. you know, it, it conce- life starts at conception. I'm against abortion. The election was... St- I mean, if she goes back on that ch- chant, well, then she was just feeding us a line. Or, uh, you know, I-, I don't know what to tell you. You got some play out of that interview, though. I saw it. Uh, the Republic was uh, quoting you guys. Uh, yeah, but floor. they didn't... Yeah. Uh, can I can I make fun of the Republic for a second? Mm-hmm. No! Because, well, uh, excuse me, a local newspaper. Uh, because good. they didn't even mention it was on a radio show. 
Oh, the one I saw. Oh, okay. One of them didn't even mention, just said in an interview with Carrie Lake, and I go, Mm. okay, I'll just refer to you guys as a local paper. A local paper. In print today, that (laughs) happened. You know, we too can play that game. No, I, I, listen, I, uh. Somebody's uh, telling me you got some national play too. Is that right? uh, yeah, I mean, it, it got picked up, but maybe it was a slow news day. I don't well, know, but it was a holiday, I, yeah. I think, again, Carrie Lake evolved, changed, or clarified some positions that she had. Um, is it in an attempt to win a statewide election that she lost a statewide election last time? I, I certainly think yes. It, it struck me, and I've known Carrie for... 20-something years mm-hmm. uh, okay. as a, as a t- back there, a TV person and yeah, friends yeah. with John Hook and all of us are. We've been around her. Name dropper. Um, I, this was a different toned-down Carrie Lake that joined us yesterday. Oh, yes. Much toned-down. a lot nicer. Very. More conciliatory, I thought. More measured. Um, and, again, maybe somebody got to her and go, well, I mean, you got two choices. You can... Call everybody names and and try to be the female Donald Trump and lose, or, or you can attempt to uh, appeal to actual voters and maybe have a chance at winning. So Bruce um, Bruce St. James, uh, host of Outspoken, which is going to start here right after our program. Uh, Joe and I were talking about this earlier too. Like, how was she before? Because I used to watch her for years. Um, you mean like going back decades? How? Yeah, was she? I mean, and Bruce, yeah. you know, you've known her for decades. Like, I, she never struck me as being the the way An out ideologue. there type. The scorched earther. No, and, and that was the, the the change that happened in her that surprised a lot of people, uh, from coworkers, yeah, uh, to the McCain family. Uh, I, I don't think I'm betraying a trust that she was personal friends with Cindy and John and Jimmy McCain. Yeah, uh, would go to their house when Senator McCain was sick. She visited him. Um, they were friends. And then they weren't. This happened. <laughs> yeah, wow. you know. What a mess. All right, I'm looking forward to the follow-up okay. on this, and I know you've got some clips from that as well. All right, Joe, great show, buddy. Nice Indeed. job, pal. All right, uh, Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga, Chris and Joe Show, uh, out of here. Outspoken is next. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. It's KTAR News.